Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Happy Thursday, Cleveland. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. In the hot seat today is Mike Polk. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Second time out. <laughs> I want to like say it. I watched the show yesterday. Yeah. I'm a big fan because um, I was invited to be on it. <laughs> so I watched from outside there and I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. A lot of improvement. Couple of notes. Okay. Please, right. first Please of all. Go. Um, I like, and you'll take these in, 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 with the good nature and humor that they're intended, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. First of all, I love the dynamic we have going here where you tell people that they stink. Yeah. Like you just blatantly say you stink. Yeah, right. And you defend them and say like, maybe they don't totally stink. Jay and says it behind the scenes. He's just being exactly. politically correct well, on I'm the air. My, if I'm going to put it out there in public, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it in a way that I you would do, do it, it if they were in the room. I get it. And you're also the like the mayor of the show. So you actually have, well, you have to be like. Is that the most not, that's the most on-brand thing of all time for me. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I you, you kidding me. Because yeah, I'm too nice. I know, and I love it. I love you that know, dynamic. Austin Hedges sucks, and that's the well. Idea. I love that Austin Hedges is a professional baseball player who played like college, made it to the yes. highest level of baseball. Exactly. He stinks. No, he sucks. no, no. That's not what I had an issue with. <laughs> uh-huh. What I what I loved, and I got several responses from yep. yesterday. Bull seriously believes he could go out there and do better. Of course I, I don't. I know, I know. <laughs> but when I push yeah. you on it, you're oh, like, yeah, yeah okay. I'm better. No, of course, course I don't really okay, believe more that. First note. First more note. note. Yes. Next note. We got to figure out that. Well, first of all, I love the segment yesterday where you're educating us. I thought that was great. I think we should do it all the time. Yeah. But I also want you to know that I was an ally in grade school. Can we show this? Can we show me being Uh-oh. an ally in grade school? There it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> wicker, wicker no way. The wicker chair picture. See? Wait. Way ahead of my time. That was, that was, I was, that was, I was the, in Black Lives Matter. Hey. And so I took that picture to that be like, to show solidarity. Too. Hey, we stand Do you still have you. that shirt? That's enough. I do. I'll wear it next week. Oh, okay, so that's God. my next Mike note. Mike gets the honorary black card. Oh, yeah. Love that segment. I'm going to get you a do-rag. You I'd love it. It would look great. Yeah. Uh, so last, uh, last note. I, yeah. We got to figure out this. Um, remember the, we, we get penalized if you say Indians instead of Guardians. And I said that for reference, so it's allowed. Yeah. yeah. But. Yesterday we did a thing where you guys were saying, "Well, what if we're talking about the Indians in the past, yeah. so you're allowed to say that." You are. We gotta figure this out right now, though, because well, are you gonna say for all time that anything that isn't happening contemporaneously, we actually is the Guardians, and no. anything that happened in the past? I before, know, Mike. What, it's what, too confusing. What, you yeah. cannot say that the Guardians lost the 2016. World I know this Series. is the trick. Okay. So I think. And it's a great question. It's a right. really interesting point. And uh, let me finish my point first. Yeah. And that is like, because here's why you're right. Because if I were going to say, I went and saw the Browns play Houston in 1988, I wouldn't be like, I went and saw the Browns. I would say, I saw them play the Oilers. Right. I wouldn't right. say, I saw, yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. So we have to find, we've got to figure out that balance though, because otherwise we're going to be abusing that. And it'll be like, I was talking about the Indians from right. before. So you, know? you figure it out. That's a you're the sheet. voice of reason. Can you guys figure it out at home? Can you guys come up with a good system yeah. that's fair? Because I don't want to. It's Put too it in much the comment work. section and we'll, we'll, we'll get to Put that. Put it in the comment section. Uh, when, when we figure out what the internet is talking about. Best suggestion we will take, and that's what we will apply, because it's just going to be a melee otherwise. It will be, but I do think if you're talking historically, yes. and you're referencing pre-2022, mm-hmm. right. 
They're the Indians. What if we say I'm not going to wipe them out like they never existed? Indians because it's the past, or <laughs> like call gonna, that way you're oh, acknowledging that okay. you, are, you know. Right. So that way you know it's not a slip up. So like if you say like you know you make a hand gesture or something to prove that you are doing it on purpose. This you guys figure this out in the comments. Tell All us right. what we should do. I like that. But we definitely need to come up with something because we're going to be doing this swear jar thing where we're. I mean I don't know if I'm uh, if I'm am I ruining a secret here? No. no. We're going to be doing like a swear jar thing where we, if we accidentally say that we donate like a buck into charity or yeah. maybe five depending on how generous we're feeling and how needy the charity is, I guess. I think how often we do it. Like, yeah, if we don't yeah. slip off, uh, slip up very often, it should be a lot. It should yeah. be $10 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other notes Last on yesterday's note, show? Just to the tech, honestly, the sound sounded so much better yesterday as you guys nailed it. Yeah. Nice job on that. <laughs> I mean it, seriously. It did. Yeah. By, by comparison, I thought it sounded really good, so good job, everybody. Great job in the, in the I booth. also think those are my notes. We've made huge strides on the lighting. Like, can we take that? That, that shot's looking pretty good right yeah, now. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's better. It doesn't I'm, look like we're uh, like hosting <laughs> a haunted, like a haunted thing where we're setting up a horror movie I'm and introducing medium, it. Right. Y'all got to work on my skin tone a little more. I know it's difficult. You will get it together. Yeah, it's tricky. Well, yeah. there's, it's just the contrast, bro. Yeah, it yep. is. Like, right now, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like, it's you just can't have like, him next Mike to me. Mike and I are like the whitest paley. <laughs> yeah. You know, like my color's alabaster. <laughs> That's not helpful at all. Alabaster. Yeah. No, but you're right. LCDs are uh, they don't they're not very kind. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. These not. are these are the old school. Lights. Well, we working. We're working. Mike, so it's great show, guys. It's great to have you here. And, of course, if you're just joining us for the first time, Adam the Bull, G Money, G Bush, and AKA, Jay Crawford. A.K.A. your favorite's favorite. By the way, let's talk about, the, let's talk about the Mighty Ducks today. Can we mm. talk about that? Yeah, Get your kicks up there. Great first ah. movie. Ah. Mm, so, those so match. Oh, they got, it's oh. got the teal. Is that what that color is? Yeah, that's teal. teal. That's teal, you know what I'm saying? Right. I had an authentic... Hey, don't be having no iron on. If you wearing a jersey mm -hmm. out there, if you wearing jerseys, it's gotta be patched. It gotta be sewn. Uh, listen, Betsy Ross had to sew this on. Do yeah. not be coming out here with the iron on joints. Don't disgrace yourself. That does not count. It's very good. G Bush yeah. was doing a Playgirl shoot <laughs> earlier. He was taking pictures before. Yeah, yeah man. By the know. way, that's the only. I think it's the only sports team that the movie is more popular than the team, right? Facts. Do they still have a team? I, yeah, I, I, you're right. I don't, I'm not uh, sure. Like they're the Disney sponsored now, aren't are, they? Do we they know? Are, Does anybody know that they know. have a team? I'm not, even, I'm not no, positive. No, I think they still have a team. Yeah, but they I think do. they aren't owned by Disney, which means we're not even allowed to go see them because we have to protest that team. Now. <laughs> <laughs> what a hassle. Yeah, it does get very you know? confusing. Yeah. All right, here's where we're going to start, start today's show. It's a big day, really, for all NFL fans because yes. this is the day that we can plan the rest of our year, our calendar year. Which week can we take off in the fall? Mm. When are the Browns going to be home? When are they going to be on the road? It yeah. is the release of the NFL schedule. That happens tonight on the NFL Network at 8 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, by the way, we'll find out our first game of the season. So that, that will be, I think all the teams are allowed to announce that at 6 o'clock. I love the way the NFL does this. It's, I mean, they just dribble drabs of information so they stay in the news cycle. They know what they're doing. It's really, really The well NFL done. draft is bigger. Oh, excuse me. The NFL schedule release yeah. is bigger than the NBA playoffs. That's no. That's, that's, that's yes. false. But oh, you're still oh yes, on. it is. No. Well, let's see what gets better viewing like tonight. Well, this is a two-hour event on live TV. The NBA playoffs go on for Eternally. two months. Eternally. And if you add up all the views, it's collectively, it's 100 well, million viewers. Yeah, that's one. I'm just saying tonight. I wonder what get, gets more views. Yeah. Um, it, we can check that out. Yeah. You know, to, on tomorrow's show, we'll give the ratings when we get them. Or we might have to wait till Monday. But, but now the NFL's turned this into a whole week. It's a whole they week. Have. Yeah, they, that's what, that they was my slow point. release. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah, they they, they can brilliant. monetize anything. PR geniuses. Yeah. So let's put up on the screen what we already know. Because we yeah. know that the Browns this year are going to only have eight home games to nine mm -hmm. road 
Here's the home games they get. Obviously, the three in the division, you get Steelers, Bengals, and Ravens. We'll get to see coming to Cleveland, the Saints, the Jets, the Buccaneers. Tom Brady will be here, the Patriots, as well as the Chargers. Now we'll show you the games that they have on the road. And again, we know the three divisional opponents are all going to be road games as well. That's the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Also, we'll be going to Miami this year, to Washington, to Carolina, Buffalo, Houston. That could be real interesting. Mm -hmm. And the Falcons. Guys, here's our start-off question today. Mm -hmm. If you could make the schedule, what's your dream matchup for week one? Guys, I like starting off, and I think I'm in the minority opinion here, but I love starting off against a good opponent. And the opponent that I want to see them play is the, I was about to say San Diego, but it's the Los Angeles Chargers. Because I want a good opponent, but I want a good opponent that's got a little bit of a disadvantage that they have to travel West Coast to East Coast. Even though it's first week, not as big a deal, but I like that. I like the uh, the challenge of facing Justin Herbert in week one. They're a great running game with Austin Eckler. They're a really good wide receiving core. I want to play a really good team. I want an early test. Now, the one caveat is I'm hoping that Deshaun Watson is going to play week one. Sure. I'd probably change my mind if I knew for sure he wasn't playing, and then maybe I'd I'd want all the weak opponents in the beginning. But I'm going to go with the premise and be hopeful that Deshaun Watson's going to play the whole season, which may not be true, but I'm going to go with that premise. And if that's the case, I want the Chargers coming to Cleveland for week one. All right, we'll give all of our dream uh, week one opponents, and then we'll kind of just discuss it round table. Mike, who do you want to see the Browns open with? Uh, See, I can't take that same uh, approach because I have to assume that he's not going to be playing in week one right now because I don't know any better. If I knew any better, you know, so that's how I've got to go at it. Knowing that, I've got to go Pittsburgh. I want to take them while they're weak when they're trying to figure stuff out. Week one, you know what they can do when they have time to adjust. They have an excellent system. I could see them finding their groove by the middle of the season and becoming a team somehow despite what, what they're looking like on their roster right now. And I love the idea of playing them at home because I think we're going to be a disaster, and they're going to be a disaster, and just throw all that <laughs> chaos together, and we might come out lucky. Now, I right. get to un- un- unfortunately, I don't think it's likely that Pittsburgh's going to play. I think they're going to have to play at home this year because they apparently they haven't had a home game in their first game since 2014, well, and they're pretty open. upset about it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they're probably going to throw them a bone there, but that's who I would love to see. Poor Steelers. They've been treated so I know, roughly by poor the sons league. Of guns. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I don't know how they get by. But I want yeah. them week one. Okay. What do you got, G? Now listen, let me can, can I see that graphic real quick again? Which right one? fast, the one with all the teams. The home uh, the, or the road? Give, give me the home joints. Give me the home okay. joints. Cue, cue that up for your boy. Uh, I don't know what the heck y'all talk about, man. Y'all coming out here with, with competent people mm. and st- give me the Steelers. No. You want the Jets then? You, right? you, you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Get on right back on. He want, the, he want the Chargers. I want no parts of neither one of them. Give me the New York football Jets <laughs> week one. Deshaun Watson, I'm going to assume that you're going to be able to play. And then what we'll do? We'll just work on our game plan. I want I want to start the season off 1-0. I want to start off feeling good about myself. I want to start off beating the brakes off somebody and looking real good getting to week two. The last thing we need. Now, when is the last time we could, when is the last time the Browns won an opening game? I think Eisenhower was in the White House. <laughs> right. Listen. It's literally, guys, it's it's ridiculous how many openers yes. we've lost. Guys, we need up. to snap out of this loser mentality. Hey, and look. the loser mentality is let's have an easy game. If you have a good coach and you have a good team and you have a good quarterback, go kick a good team's ass in week one. Um, That's what I got. I'm sick of this. 
We're always hope. Oh, we got to play a bad team. We don't. First of all, everybody thought the Bengals were going to suck last year. They went to the Super Bowl. You never know. What if Zach Wilson has a big step, year two step up like like Joe Burrow did? We, we, we don't, I agree. They'll probably won't be good, but you never know for sure. That's what, Let's boy. go, Justin Herbert. Take him on. In, in school, Deshaun Watson as good as as good as any quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be there. In mm-hmm. elementary school, they don't start off with proficiency tests the first day. That's they that's le- the best point we've heard so far. <laughs> they le- ease they, into it. Ease right in. They teach you how to go to gym. You line up for lunch. Not everybody can <laughs> ease into it. <laughs> You, you, get, you get to learn how, listen, let's learn to tie your shoes today. Mm-hmm. By the end of the year, we'll get to proficiency tests or whether or yeah, not you Listen, pass. this schedule is tough. There's tough games the whole schedule. You'll have plenty of tough games to get to later. Yes. Let's get the tough test right. If you're as good as you think you're going to be, the Browns are going to get a lot of hype this year. If, again, the big if, if Watson plays the whole season. I know what Mike said, and I get what he's saying. And in the end, he'd probably be right. But who knows? If they, as we've talked about, if they decide to wait, until this all hashes itself out, then it might not happen this year, especially because, as you said, Jay, the other day, the league might say, you know what? They set up their contract so Watson doesn't lose a lot of money. We're going to suspend him next year and have this hangover. If that happens, then let's go. Let's be ready to go week one. The Browns are never ready to go week one. They need to be. But we don't know if that's going to happen. What we should have established before we said this was (laughs) we have two opening game options. If if Deshaun Watson is actually on the field and if he's not, because it changes everything. It does change everything. But I I like where you're going with J-E-T-S, Jess. Give me the chat. Even if he he is suspended, I still want the Jets. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. If if he's suspended, I'll I'll go with the Jets. See, it changes. (laughs) It does. Mikey McNuggets, um, you just got my ear and gave me a great stat, but I think you should you should give this to the audience because I, I I mean I kind of guessed that this would have been true, but it's when you hear it, it's stunning. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The Browns haven't won an opening season game since 2004. Joe Thomas lost 16 in a row right. during his career. Come on, oh. bro. You got to start off one and zero. I need that oh. one and zero. I need that. Wait, Joe Thomas didn't play. No, 16 he didn't play years. 16 years. He played since 2004 11. was the, the last time the Browns okay, so it's won an been, opening game. I, I got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's been 16 years, but Joe lost all he 11 never won Joe home. never They had a tie. They had a tie that's against not a the win. Steelers. That's not a win. They did have a tie. And that's why he's in the hall. <laughs> that's why he's going into the hall. Yeah. That okay. tie. Yeah, because he put up with that. And, yeah. and, and and like you said yesterday, they he signed won up that for game. staying here. Yeah. Um, and they've gotten think, crushed in a lot of these week one games, It's brutal. Sets the tone. guys... I'm going to take your approach, but I, but I am going to change things up a little bit. Can we see the graphic for the road games? Because I want to start on the road Okay. this year. So every year teams are either going to have nine at home, right? Or eight at home. And then it will alternate in years. This year we have nine road games. So as I look at that, I'm trying to figure out what's the most winnable road game there. And I'm going to circle the Carolina Panthers. Mm. That, in my view, is the most winnable road game. And my dream scenario, though, I've done a lot of thinking on this, guy. <laughs> I believe it. I've thought too much about it. Yeah. In my dream scenario, Baker Mayfield starts for the Carolina Panthers. Mm. The Browns go to Carolina. Mm. Watson's on the field, and we drop 50 on them. <laughs> That's a, I mean, lot, that's we a lot of chess pieces win. that have to fall into place. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I, if I'm laying this whole thing out, Mike. <laughs> if that's the case, we're good for three pick sixes against Baker. So, yeah, yeah it'll probably well, listen, happen. Th- so but I'd rather play Carolina midseason because McCaffrey will be hurt by yeah, then. But, <laughs> that's good yeah, like you're that. right. He may not be healthy by week one. Yeah. Here's here's why I say, and, and Bull, I get what you're, you you, you want to come out of the gate strong in week yeah. one against a good team. That sets the tone. However... If you come out of the – and we, this happened to the Browns last year. If you come out of the gate in week one and you play a great team, as they did, and you play a pretty good game and you come up a little short, 
it takes a lot of wind out of your sails. Yep. Give me a win over a crappy team on the road. Because when you win road games here, that's real schedule equity. Mm-hmm. If you can win road games in the NFL, it's almost like two wins. Because you're not yep. supposed to win that. I think so good you, teams can get over that quickly. I, I look, think that's the problem. Your scenario yeah. is, is good yeah. if they win. But I would rather beat a crap team on the road in week one than lose to a good team at home mm-hmm. and say that, well, there's consolation points here because we were close. So I'm also going to ask you guys, and look at the schedule too, because yeah. we're going to pivot from that to your nightmare week one scenario, and I'll start and we'll work, mm-hmm. work away uh, our, our way back. So here's my nightmare matchup for week one. Mikey, can we put the um, road games back up, please? Here's my nightmare scenario for week one. The Browns are at the Carolina Panthers. And I'll tell you why that can be a nightmare scenario. Yeah. Because what if Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in week one, and Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback for the Browns in week one, and we go there and get it handed to us? There is no worse way this team mm. can start the season. Twitter will explode. It, it will break it will. the internet. Elon Musk will be like, it's exploding. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I actually think the worst road team is Houston. I think they're worse than Carolina. They probably are. I just yeah. went with yeah. Carolina. But, no, but I like that. I'm going with the Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. I, to me, guys, the nightmare scenario is playing at Buffalo week one. Oof. Now, I want a wow. tough game week one, but I don't want to play the toughest game. <laughs> like we did last year. We right. Had the City. toughest game on their schedule, at least on paper right now, is at Buffalo. No argument. I don't want to play that game week one. I don't want Cincinnati just because I don't want, I think that could go poorly. And I think that could really set a tone. And I think that they're for real. And I don't need to be reminded of that. I know we owned them technically last year, although the second game obviously wasn't a real game. Yeah. Oh, but just use the one, the one game yeah. that the one we game, did own them was at their place and they weren't with, in it. With Baker Mayfield uh, playing and it's a totally different scene now. Yeah. And I like to remember that, that we're 2-0 and I don't need to be reminded. Yeah, yeah. Ba- Baker Mayfield against the Bengals is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Uh, he's undefeated. He is. He's a monster. Uh, <laughs> Though this the, obviously the worst game of the year is if you start on the road at Baltimore. That is, I'm gonna tell you right now, on the road at Baltimore with Lamar Jackson running around, J.K. Dobbins mm-hmm. is back. The offensive line, they got, they, they had a great draft, and Lamar Jackson is in a contract year. He's he mad. Got, he's not paid he yet. He's mad. He ain't got no money mm-hmm. yet. You, you're tired. It's, wait, it's, wait, wait, it's wait. September is hot as hell. Gee, that's his choice. Well, I, they, he, he doesn't, he hasn't. Showed up at the table and negotiate. Well, and he's being crazy, maybe, not having an agent. That's not Maybe yeah, I think you're right. Maybe he's not blown away by the offers yet. He knows what yeah. the he knows what the neighborhood is. Yeah, and he's telling them wrong zip code. Yeah, he knows they, they they've had some dialogue. Right. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that is, I and this is off topic, briefly, mm-hmm. has Lamar Jackson lost his fastball a little bit? Like last year. He wasn't Lamar Jackson. Well, hard to get a read. And what, you know, Miami sort of gave the other teams the blueprint for yeah. how you. Now, yeah. not everybody can play cover zero. I get that. Yeah. But he looked human to me last year, and that was the first time I thought he yeah. looked human. If yeah. I'm not giving Baker a pass for injury, then I'm not giving Lamar a pass for injury either, and I don't give passes for injuries. You're on the field. you got to play well. We've said that a million times. Yep, I'll give Lamar you that. Jackson has not been as good since his MVP season. He I'll, hasn't. I'll, Even in 2020. That. That, that's my point. 2020, he was good, not great. 2019, he was phenomenal. Has the league caught up to what he I does? Don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But he needs to be better. His game needs to improve. I, his, his passing has improved, 
but his decision making still needs work. They didn't, How they didn't have a big he? drop off, by the way, when Huntley came in last year. It's not like you saw this huge drop off in their offensive performance. No, mm-hmm. but they Let but they lost a lot of games. Well, they did. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's like when you looked at the numbers. I think the Ravens are overrated, and, and, and this is going to be part of my final thoughts. So I don't want to go too deep into it, but I think we are so beaten down as Browns fans that we assume everything the Steelers and Ravens does is go- do is gold. And that's just not true. Well, because usually that, it is. It, but th- no, neither of the – this idea that the Ravens have this brilliant draft, they, they haven't draft. played a single game yet. They like a good draft. I've been told too many th- – this guy's a great draft pick. Let's see him play. The Ravens' defense is not very good. And neither is the Steelers. No, the Ravens' defense can be had. But I, I do think that most – and you're right. We yeah. don't know what a draft class looks like until we see them. Right. On the field, in real games. How, how, but I think man, most experts agree the Ravens killed the draft. But the how, experts have been wrong plenty how, of times. Yeah. Yeah. However, you, we got to look yeah. at it. The, the AFC North is really good. They've been good for a long time. Of course. I just so, think the so Ravens you, are a little you overrated. Gotta, okay, that's fine. I will say the reason Lamar Jackson has lost a step, think about how many carries he's had since Louisville. Mm-hmm. Think about how many he he has running they had back no carries. Well, I think, running I, back carries. So you, the point you just touched on is why I believe the Ravens aren't willing to. First of all, the Ravens are really upset with what the Browns did. Yes, they are. Really, some upset. kind of that's like a, a silver lining. Yes. It is a silver that, lining. So we know. got under yeah. your skin. So that's a win too. But what they did is change the paradigm for how quarterbacks are paid yeah. in the NFL and who's going to be the first big guy to try to test this system. Lamar right. Jackson. Lamar right. and. So they're not prepared to write that big right. check yet because of what you just said. But somebody will. And this was the question that everybody yeah, had on Lamar Jackson after his breakout NFL season. Is that sustainable? Yeah. Right. Like, how do you duplicate that over 12 years? I do think Lamar is very smart when he slides. He doesn't take a lot of big hits. He doesn't take direct hits. He's you too- know, RG3 used to take big hits all oh, the time early in his yeah. career. He was ter- and yeah. obviously he's Lamar's a little more put together than RG three was. Mikey wants to be in. What do you have? I Mikey? think Lamar will last, but he needs to bounce back this year. He did not have a good season last year. Hey, real quick, the, yeah. uh, in the last five minutes, the Twitter account that's been leaking the schedules, yeah, has put out what it believes is the Week One game for the Browns. It is, but that accounts. Carolina. I don't think that no. account is legit, is it? Well, I'll tell you. So yeah. there are a lot of there are a lot of accounts that have leaked games yeah. in the past, but. The NFL, and I don't know that they would push back if this account was wrong. Right. But I think the NFL is running that account. Ah, wow. I'm with conspiracy. This is some I like that. The NFL. No, I mean, I do I like, get it. Which one is it's this? Breadcrumbs, bro. There it's, it is. It's, it's, it's Build so, that excitement. Do, 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 do. Listen. I think they leaked that shortly after I said that would be the best game. Yeah. For the Browns. <laughs> well, they're obviously monitoring. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I know, yeah. Roger. I know you're watching. For I know you're a big purposes, fan. Right. But yeah, I do. I, that's my conspiracy theory for the day. Is I think that the NFL is. I don't, I'm not saying they're actually running that account. Has that site been proven correct I, in the past? Um, well, we don't know because this is the first year that we've had so many leaks. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I mean, we'll know. Like at eight o'clock tonight, we'll be able to cross-reference this site right. and what they have been telling us. Mm-hmm. But there's been no pushback from the league. And like I said, I don't know that they would push back even if these games were were not right. And but, I just don't think Baker is going to end up on Carolina unless the Browns ate almost yeah, the whole contract. I'm not. I'm not sure that. Sam either, Darnold's making a lot for, of money. It made for fun conversation. It would. Yeah, no doubt. Um, did, did everybody do their um, their nightmare pick? I kind of lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay, we yeah. nailed it. All right, there we go. Yep, job well done. We all nailed well it. done, guys. Put that in your notes about tomorrow's show that we killed that part. <laughs> okay, so now, um, man, this is really bizarre. The uh, the Indians all of a sudden. Ten, there yeah, it is. Can yeah. we get can, can we get somebody on that? The Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> the Guardians have COVID issues. 
Yeah. Wow. And yet, so yesterday we broke it on the show. As soon as we heard it, um, we, we told you that uh, Terry Francona had tested positive for the coronavirus. So after we went off the air, it was confirmed that they indeed scratched their afternoon getaway game right. with the White Sox because it was rampant on the coaching staff. Yeah. They mm-hmm. had multiple positives. Right. We don't know about players yet. They're really tricky on names. You know, early on yeah. when Yu Chang had it, they, they, I was listening to Tom Hamilton on the radio, and he's like, "Well, he, he's he's on the uh, on the not active list. Right. Right. It used to be called the disabled way. list. But IL. It, it, we can't say what it is, but we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom if a guy goes on the IL without an injury designation, you know yeah. he's on the COVID so list. So it was interesting, though, that we didn't hear anything about any of the players. I right. saw they didn't test them. I think intentionally they're not testing them. They tested the people, in, you know, they tested the coaching staff. Yeah. But then they're like, let's just not test them. They're doing that approach. And, uh, yeah, which is which is tricky. Like, I mean. It can get you back sooner. That's their thought. Wh- I what think. do we make of this? How concerned are we? This is the first cancellation yeah. of the Major League from season a, From so a far. human standpoint, Jay, I know you know Terry. I don't know little bit sure. but you know you have um and and we both reached out to somebody with the guardians yesterday with francona's health history yeah it's, it's scary whether sure. and we know he's vaccinated yep but you know because of his health history i'm assuming he's immunocompromised uh and all the recent surgeries he's had i was a little worried for him and so i reached out to he see how feeling he's feeling fine. supposedly like, he's doing okay <laughs> yeah but uh you know when you're talking about people and some of the other coaches they're older guys you're a little concerned that being said, uh, I was surprised in the end that they canceled the game because I thought baseball really didn't want to cancel games this year. Yeah. They hadn't canceled any. We'd have a we've have a we've had a sprinkling of COVID players, yeah, yeah. positive well, players. Well, a lot a, of them have come back really quick. And well, there to to me, it just kind of seems as as an overarching theme. I think a lot of people in the general public just believe COVID is over. Like it's not like when you outside a lockdown. And you outside and you don't hear the, the numbers aren't blaring at you. I think everybody got a little tired of it. And now it's this thought process when you hear this. Right. They're like, well, COVID, he'll be all right. He'll come back in a couple of days. I, right. I well, think people in the general public. The, by the way, we just hit the million mark of people. Yeah, that no, died. But, but, right. but, but yeah. to, to G's point, yeah. um, perception in that case is reality. Yes. Like in terms of the mortality rate, yeah. when this started, it was way, way higher than what it is now. Right. The, sure. I think yeah, the, yeah. I think the misnomer about COVID mm-hmm. was that, oh, you get vaccinated, then you're good for life and right. you can't get right. it. Because the word that we were throwing around was, well, it's 98% efficacy rate. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's just that you get less doesn't sick. mean you can't but get it. They that didn't listen to the second sentence after that, they, they, where the doctors did say, they didn't read the <laughs> doesn't mean you can't get it. Yeah. Right. So then they acted like they heard that and right. then just so said, right. I thought I couldn't get it if I got the vaccine. Right. Yeah, but no, it, no most of the people that are sick. dying are unvaccinated. Yes. That is still yes. true to this yes. day. So I think there's we've entered this new phase of COVID where we no longer look at it as remember when we heard Tom Hanks that was the first mm-hmm. yeah. big name that I had heard. We we're like we're I gonna was, lose for like, Oh no, that Tom's gonna right, die. Right, right, I yeah. remember Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was the first. They're like, yeah, Kevin Durant had. It was on the nightly news. Well, like yeah. no, the, no, the first guy was what's his name on on. Um, it was the basketball player that touched the microphones after he got COVID. Yeah, 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 Rudy yeah, Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they shut. That's when they shut the NBA <laughs> so down. That, 24 that's how hours far later. Yeah. Remember yeah. when your know a lot more. Remember when your first yeah. family member or friend got it, and you're yeah. just like, "I'm gonna lose my uncle Tom." And then, <laughs> for the most part, everybody was fine. But right. now you hear it. Like, I, like I'll get texts from a friend. I'm like, can't come and meet you at the bar. I got COVID. I'm like, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll right. see you in three days. We'll see you in three yeah. days. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we have entered this sort of new world. I'm not too concerned about the scheduling problem, and here's why. So the Chicago game has to be made up. That's a divisional game. 
You play right. them 19 times, yeah. you'll just double them up later in the year. Yeah. Even if they are to cancel, because here's their upcoming games. They go right. to Minnesota. for, And you would think that after the series in Minnesota, It'd that those that are sick would probably be close to clearing protocol. What you don't want to see is have have eight guys on the team test positive. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't feel the team. But even if some of these games in Minnesota get wiped, it's not that big a deal because you can double Agreed. them up later when you Base, go there. Agree, but, you yeah. but you don't want to go too far. Like if they met some of those teams, like in 20, what was it, 2020, uh, remember the Cardinals ended up playing like 13 double well, headers. Uh-huh. And and you don't that, want to get in a situation like that. To that point, when you look at the schedule, Cincinnati is next. Right. Like now, if those games get canceled, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. Now, you don't want to go that far. Well, now it's, yeah. you know, you're playing interleague games yeah. and trying right. to match them up again. For one game or two games, that could be a I do nightmare. think they play them two, two games. Oh, they did this already. This is the last they time. They did already. So yeah, they're not right. scheduled to play yeah. Cincinnati again this year. Right. So you would now have to cross-reference the schedule, yeah, find a game when both teams are off. It's going to be a travel nightmare yeah. for, for Cleveland because this game is in Cincinnati. Right. And so, if you are bat- if they somehow hang in that wild card mix, that extra day that you can't get off now could could be a difference. That's a great couple of points season. with this perspective real fast. 2020, they missed 900, or wait, I'm sorry, they missed 90 games. For, and, no, 900 games were postponed in 2020. Think about that. Yeah, 900, and games. it was a short season. Yes. Well, that's so 900 games because yeah. of COVID. Because COVID was rampant. Right, right. We yeah, didn't know what right. we were dealing yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. We thought if you caught it, you'd probably die within 10 minutes. So everybody's playing it super safe. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. Uh, next year, last year, they only postponed six games. That surprised me. I didn't realize yeah. it was that it was, low. It was yeah. that few. Yeah. This is the first one this year. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. And last Friday, six games were postponed due to rain. That's true. So, yeah, that's really, put it in perspective. Yeah, yeah and, no, that's, no, and, no, I'm glad you did that. And, 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 the voice of reason, once again, Yes, Mike yes yeah. again. And, and think about how devastating. Baseball plays all these games. They have all these pictures. It, it's just the sport that can absorb it the best. Mm-hmm. Think about if this goes down during a, a, a Browns game or, or NFL game during the season. Well, You're we just did. Like, with the Packers last year, that whole crazy, mess. They almost, they, crazy. They were, remember the game got delayed. Kevin, it was a, Kevin Stefanski not coaching from his basement. Yeah, yeah that's that stuff. Wow, yeah. wow. And hasn't Stefanski had it like seven times mm-hmm. already? I think it's so. Like, you know, yeah. he had it. You're like, wait a minute, how do you get yeah. it against? Every Stefanski variation. and Lamar Jackson have the most <laughs> They get it, every yeah. variation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take our first break on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to continue our NFL talk, and I'm so excited about this. Bull, you tease this segment. You're friends with her. Yes, Aditi Kinkabwala, formerly of the NFL Network. I mean, how they were dumb enough to let her get out the door, I have no idea. But she's one of the best NFL reporters out there. And specifically for our purposes, she knows the AFC North, especially the Browns, the Steelers, and the Bengals inside and out. So we're going to talk to her about Baker. She knows Baker, obviously. We'll talk to her about the upcoming schedule. What's next for the Steelers at quarterback? She's going to give us some awesome insight that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, and she's going to be a regular on the show, and and we are absolutely thrilled about that. Also, coming up later in the show, we're going to talk about the Cavaliers and this guy. Love him. Darius Garland. If you haven't read the GQ article yet, get a copy of it, read it. We've pulled four of what we think are the best quotes from the Mm. article. We're going to tell you what he says about Cleveland and about the long-term prospects of playing in our city when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show comes right back. Stay with us. Welcome back. It's the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> Are you thrown off? I know I'm a little thrown I'm bringing it back. I, you know, I don't know what's going on. It worked. Yes, I think it did, mm-hmm. but we just lost it now. Aditi Kinkabala, <laughs> formerly of the NFL Network, now on to bigger and better things. She's one of my best friends in the business, and most people in this business suck, and she does it, so that's why I love her. Um, 
But she's an amazing reporter, and we're so happy to have her as the first official female guest yes. on the Ultimate Woo! Cleveland Sports Show. And can we point out how much we love her in Browns gear? Look at yeah. that. <laughs> she's got a Browns t-shirt on. Well, I had my Elf t-shirt on, but I've never worn black on camera since my first year on TV. It's like the black hair on the black shirt. It just doesn't work. But I do have my official Elf gear. I think that's for anything. It does. Your connection uh, to the Browns and to Cleveland goes deeper. Tell the story for those who don't know about how even though you live in Pittsburgh, you're originally from the... I, I always find it funny when people say, she's a Steeler fan. She grew up in New Jersey. She's not a Steeler <laughs> fan. She, but she covers the Steelers. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Giants Tom fan. Coughlin, the Giants, yeah, like the whole thing. I was born in New York City, grew up in New Jersey. I yeah. am indeed married to a Steelers season ticket holder. But well, we won't hold fair, that against you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of other things to hold against us. But yes, actually, so... Um, Three years ago, not three years ago, I was in Cleveland to cover the Titans at Browns season opening game. This was Freddie Kitchens' first official game as the head coach. Mm. And um, my daughter decided to push me into labor eight weeks early. So <laughs> wow. sitting in Cleveland hotel room at 32 weeks pregnant, my daughter decided it was time to show up. I went to the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, the gentleman who delivered my baby, the doctor who delivered my baby, had just heard me on the radio talking about Baker Mayfield and wanted to talk about <laughs> wow. Baker Mayfield That's when I was saying, hello, baby, <laughs> baby. And so my daughter was born in Cleveland, and we were stuck in Cleveland. And yes. the Browns so lovingly sent us so much Cleveland gear. And I do need to bring this up. I was at a pro day a year ago, I think at the University of Georgia, and I had gone for a run. I was wearing... Cleveland Browns gear to run and I came back into the hotel and Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert and mm. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin were there and Kevin Colbert oh, said oh, oh. what's with that brown stuff and I said well <laughs> you know, my daughter was born in Cleveland and the Browns very lovingly <laughs> sent us clothing because we had nothing and it was free so I wear it and Mike Tomlin goes to me hey Aditi you wear that free stuff so there you go. Big, that's good. That's big thing like about Mike Tomlin. Dollars yeah. a year, and he says you wear the free clothing. I'm going to wear the free clothing. It's good advice. <laughs> Always listen to Mike Tomlin, and she looks great in it too. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, and by the way, you weren't uh. stuck in Cleveland, Aditi. You were lucky enough to be in Cleveland. Great hospitals. That's a great story, yeah. though. I remember hearing it. You guys talk about it on the radio, and I thought. That baby is smart. Yep. That baby knew where she, where she had a Cleveland was supposed to be born, <laughs> and now you now you know. The rest is history. Right? Right. You know, Jay, it's so it's so funny, and you know, your old friend. I believe that you are indeed old friends with Chris Rose. We talk about it. Is being born in Cleveland um, a badge of honor, or does that just set you up for a life of recognizing where we <laughs> both <laughs> what's both. really tough and what's not? No, you're exactly right. It is both. It when toughens I, you up to be from Cleveland because you learn to deal with adversity. Right. And, and good people come yeah, from Cleveland. Yep. Absolutely. That's how we rationalize it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to do it somehow. Yeah, right, and right. That's, that's how we do the mental yeah. math. Mm -hmm. Aditi, I want to ask you about something that's pretty timely in the news cycle right now because we dealt with this on the show yesterday. But it, a big story here was Deshaun Watson blocking one of the Browns beat reporters, uh, Daryl Ryder, on Twitter. We kind of discussed, you know, are, are you concerned about that? Daryl, when he, when he tweeted out the image of 
Watson blocking him said, you know, here he is, the new adult in the room. Are you concerned at all about that? I know you've dealt so much with athletes. What do you make of that? Okay, so on multiple levels, let me start with Daryl. I had I started at the NFL Network 11 years ago, and Daryl Ryder was one of the first very, very kind people to me when I came into Cleveland. And you come in, you're brand new, you don't necessarily know anybody. This is truly a genuine human being who cares about people. He has been lovely in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. I don't love the idea of, I understand that now athletes like this idea of cutting out the middleman. And it almost goes back to the Players' Tribune, even before athletes were taking control of their brands and their social media accounts. I appreciate that they want to get their message out on their own, but you're also losing a piece of the puzzle here. And that is that the media can indeed be valuable. And you can indeed, the same way that a reporter is looking for a story, you can also use a reporter to help disseminate information that you want to disseminate, to share your piece of the story that isn't necessarily getting told, to tell a piece of your story that isn't necessarily being told. And if you are the franchise quarterback in a new city that wants a new city to get to know you, then why are you cutting out a member of the media that you haven't even necessarily really met yet who's trying to meet you with open arms and an open mind and say, hey, I, I want to share your story. I want to share who you are. I want to tell more of who you are than what the outside you know, perspective may be of you that's not necessarily a full 360-degree view of you. So I don't love it. I really don't, especially this early in the game. Now, if this is somebody that has wronged you, that has not, in fact, met you with an open mind, okay, that's fair. But you've just gotten to town. You haven't really interacted with anybody yet. Why? I don't get that. I yeah, really don't. Yesterday, Bull on the show said that he had reached out to Daryl, and Daryl didn't even know why he blocked him. He, he didn't. He, he couldn't right. come up with a specific story. And Aditi, to your point, that it doesn't serve Watson and his brand and his image well. Right. I would even I would I would go the, to the next step too. As as it pertains to Daryl, who I I completely co-sign your remarks. He is the, one of the nicest and very same thing for me. My first day back in town, I was at Browns camp. Daryl was the first guy to come up to me, was very pleasant, super nice guy. But I did question why he would want to do that publicly because now it seems like he's dug in on one side, Watson's on the other. And just like you said, Watson can use Daryl to get his message out. I don't know how Daryl covers the Browns, the biggest cover in town, with the wedge between he and the biggest player on that team. That, that's going to be problematic, I'm, I'm afraid, for Daryl. And unfortunately, we've seen this, right? We saw Mary Kay Cabot, who has done a tremendous yeah. job covering the Browns for decades now, have that with Johnny Manziel. We saw Tony Grossi, who's covered the Browns for a very long time, have that with Baker Mayfield. This is where, Jay, I go back to, I mean, I'm aging myself when I say this, but I got into this profession 20 years ago. My very first editor told me, tell the story and get out of the way. It's not about you. It's not about me. I'm not, if Antonio Brown is having a fight with me, it's not my role to sit here and share that with everybody. I still have to tell 
the story of Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger, whatever that story may be. And I'm using a Steelers example, which I'm sure will set everybody who's watching right <laughs> yeah, now like off. That. <laughs> Isn't that part of the game? Aren't we yeah. supposed to rabble house a little bit? <laughs> yeah, you're right. We are. But that's why you're the pro that you are. That's right. And I think she absolutely <laughs> yes. nailed that part of the story. She's unbiased. Unlike me, I make every story about me. So let's do that right here, Anita. <laughs> uh, I Baker Mayfield, uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know if he knows I exist, but we've had we've had a beef or I've had a beef with his Twitter handle. And he blocked me on Twitter, and I don't care. I'm not a reporter. I don't need to have a relationship with him. And I think it's funny that he blocked me, so I don't care. But you've had a decent relationship, I believe, with Baker Mayfield. And unlike me, you've never been called a Baker Mayfield hater. So what do you make of the way he has handled himself on social media in the last few months? And what do you make of where he's going to end up in the next couple of months? You know, I love it, Bull, because I've been called both. I've been called a Baker Mayfield apologist, and I've been called a Baker Mayfield hater. So I that's guess that's how we know you're right down the middle. <laughs> that's how you know you're yeah, doing your job. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just how everybody in the AFC North thinks that I favor one of the other four teams. Of course. Yeah. So I had multiple conversations with several teams leading up to the draft, and I will tell you that uniformly, every team I spoke to felt that Baker Mayfield was a better quarterback than any quarterback in the draft at that moment, and that Baker Mayfield, to his credit, had demonstrated success in the National Football League. And this is what's so important, right? We can project an athlete who comes out of college, but until he actually does it in the league, do we really know if he can? And Baker Mayfield, we know he can. We know what he was able to do in that 2020 season. We knew how the season progressed, how much better he got. And we also know the scope of the injuries that he was dealing with a year ago and also the psychological piece of feeling like you're playing for a contract. And Bull, you and I have talked about this a lot. When you're playing for a contract, you can either be Bud Dupree where you are raising your level and you are saying, okay, I am paying for my playing for my payday yep. or you get really tight and you get nervous and yeah. it's, oh my goodness, I can't do anything wrong because I'm playing for that payday. That's right. So the thing with Baker, unfortunately, is that $18 million price tag, which if you think about it for a starting quarterback in the national football league is not a lot of money, No. but teams that are looking for another quarterback, like let's say, for instance, the Carolina Panthers are already paying somebody else that right. money. Right. And while you might be a general manager or a head coach who can kind of sit here and rationally think about it, you're always having to face ownership. And ownership might say, well, I don't want to pay this quarterback 20-something million dollars to sit on the bench and pay the starter $18 million. Especially or when Baker's got one year. Right. Exactly. Ownership might say, well, this is a former first-round pick. I want to get as much as I possibly can out of this player, even if the market isn't necessarily there. So you're responding to a lot of different masters right there. I think the most important thing for Baker, so I think that from my conversations with the Browns, they're not feeling hard-pressed that we need to move him right now because whatever the national narrative is, Baker Mayfield is not a bad teammate. Baker Mayfield is not a bad human being, and Baker Mayfield is not a cancer. And Baker Mayfield is smart enough that if his best play is to show up to training camp, show that he is indeed a grown-up, show that he is indeed out there competing and ready to play, and is not looking to create any sort of fiction in a locker room, that only increases his value. 
But has and he Andrew been a grown-up? manager. Why would you want to give him away? He's not going to give him away. Some quarterback might get hurt during training camp. But has some he shown? Some team is going to be more needy at some yeah. point. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. No, no, I'm apologize. cutting you off. It's my fault. Uh, but it ha- I'm more. I don't buy his maturity. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's been overplayed. The cancer in the locker room. We G and I have heard from a couple that a couple of defensive players did sour on him. But I do think a lot of the offensive players are are good with him. But I think he shows a lot of immaturity, especially off the field with what he says publicly, the fights he gets into with media members. I think he looks stupid a lot of times. Okay, and that's fair, but don't yeah. we all get a chance to grow up? But ha- I mean, let's yes, this. yes, this but has 25, he? 26 year old young man, like, I was I'm an idiot. I'm so glad that at 26, I'm not in the national space right now. Right. And when I, I mean, Come on, let's be honest. I'm the mother of two children. I've crossed 40, and I grew up in the past here. I've grown up in the last month, I hope, since I left my job. And so we have to give Baker Mayfield the opportunity, recognizing that much of the perception is a little bit overblown, is a little bit exaggerated. And I will tell you this. Anybody who's interested in Baker, Baker Mayfield can call Kevin Stefanski and get the true story. Kevin Stefanski is not going to sit here and sugarcoat anything, and he's not going to lie. What would he because say? Because he knows that two years from now, he may be calling somebody else. Uh, uh, Didi, so if look, you're really interested, you can get the honest story from Kevin Stefanski. Uh, well, this is, uh, you know, we, I, I wanted to pitch you against um, some of the other AFC North teams. <laughs> you know, you said that everyone thinks that they have the, uh, you have a little bit of uh, a bias here. So let's get to this. If you have to rank, the AFC quarterbacks. There we go. There it is. They, they see AFC North. The, the AFC North quarterbacks, right? See, these guys with fluff stuff. I, I want to come to the hard hit. No, we're Browns. <laughs> That's what we are. Yeah. Can you rank? Can you rank for me one to four in the division? The, the, the top four starting quarterbacks in the AFC North. Joe Burrow. Wow. Fair. Number one. That's yeah. one. Lamar Jackson is healthy. I, I don't know what Deshaun is. I don't know what Deshaun is yet. And I also don't know what Deshaun's availability is. And to me, the single most important thing is availability. Okay? If you're sitting yeah. on the bench, you're useless to me. If you're sitting at home, you're useless to me. So do I think that Lamar Jackson brings some unbelievable dynamic athleticism? Yeah. Is he available? Is he healthy? What is he giving me? So that's a little bit of a question to me. Um, Deshaun Watson, again, the question is, I haven't seen him play in a year. I don't know what he's going to do in Kevin Stefanski's offense, and I don't know how much I have him. So that's why Joe Burrow, above all, right now, that's the easy number one. Um, number four, let's like go this way, right? You yeah. ever write a story, Jay, where you like start at the top? <laughs> no, right? I'm following you your logic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, number four... I'm really excited to see. I think that Mitch Trubisky starts the season, not Kenny Pickett. I think we do, And I am really eager to see what Mitch Trubisky does with good coaching and after a year with Brian Dable. And let me tell you that I love the Bills organization. I love the coaching there, and I completely trust Brian Dable. And he has told me that I will love Mitch Trubisky, that Mitch Trubisky was never given a fair shake or a – Great opportunity in Chicago. I do. I can tell you this: that inside the Steelers' locker room right now, guys love him. They are responding to him. That he is approaching the playbook in every way you want him to approach it. Um, but based on pure sheer talent, I don't know that he matches up with Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's so, fair. No, he's four. A dis- 
I would actually put Baker fourth. And then put... I, I thought you were going to say that. Well, but Baker's I mean... not your starter. Deshaun's well, your starter. True, but... I did not yeah. hear the name and Jacoby and Brissett and anywhere. Like, did anyone hear her say Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> Jacoby yeah, Brissett, Jacoby Aditi, where are we putting him? Eighth? <laughs> I, I hope he is not watching this while we all laugh. Yeah, he, he, he hates us all. The name of our probable starting We're quarterback on week one. Blocked. Do you realize this? We are getting off this show, and every single one of us is going to be blocked on Twitter by all of these people. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. okay, I, that's the reality. It yeah, probably yeah. will happen. Aditi, I want to go back to the Browns because this is something that we've debated the first couple days on our show, and I'm really anxious to get your take on this. I believe that there, and, and I'm told I'm crazy by everybody I pitched this to. I, I'm, I'm not saying that I believe this is going to happen, but I believe there is a scenario in which Baker Mayfield does start the season at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. If, if, you won't be the first to tell me I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm anxious to hear your reaction to that. Am I nuts? Is it possible? Yes. <laughs> yep, I mean, okay. anything so, is possible, <laughs> right, Jay? But I just, I don't see it. You I don't think see it's it. highly unlikely. See, my thing is, I I, you said something earlier that I, that I want to go back to. They're not going to give Baker Mayfield away. They're not. Right. And we don't know the timeline of the suspension. Is it going to be, be announced before the season? We don't know. Nobody knows. If, if the Browns are faced with, Let's just throw any number out there. Four games, eight games. I think it's more likely if the suspension is going to be for eight games. If they're going to be on the hook for Baker Mayfield for $18 million, and and it could end up that way even if they release him, it just seems to me that he's a better option than Jacoby Brissett, and it can be one of those situations where I know it's, un, it's strange bedfellows, but the Browns need Baker, and you made this point. Baker needs the Browns. He needs an audition. He needs to prove, not that he can play, he's done that. Mm -hmm. He needs to prove, to your point, that he can be an adult in the room. Yes, but I just don't see it happening. And again, I just think that it's a recognition that everybody could use a fresh, clean break right now. And the other point I'd make, Jay, is I think your offense changes for Deshaun Watson some. And I think that Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs, because of how bright he That's is. That's a good and point. He yeah. needs to learn. You move forward with that offense. And I think that with Baker, you do something different. So do you really want to do that? And yeah, do you really want to adjust midstream? I think you're better off in sticking with your offense and doing what you want to do and having the other 10 guys on the field do what you ultimately want to do, whether you have Deshaun out for four games or six games or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and I just think it's better. It's just, it's a clean break. It's nice. Everybody leave on a high note, you know? Media. Yeah, Baker Mayfield move on and find a new. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll agree with that. Hey, I wanted to get your take on Jarvis Landry because this has been, you know, obviously <sighs> they cut him. There was a report that they had offered him a decent contract to come back. He's just kind of hanging out there. I still think the Browns could use him, especially in that locker room. <laughs> I don't look at Amari Cooper as like a leader of the wide receiver group. I think Lar Jarvis still could be. Do you think there's any chance he comes back? And are you concerned if he doesn't? Not concerned, but I would love to believe that the door never closes. I mean, I, I just, I, I am, this is where the bias comes in. You know, like we sit here and we talk about what kind of shirt are you wearing and this, that, or the other. Yeah. But I love Jarvis Landry. I think that everything that Jarvis Landry brings to a team beyond just his unbelievable toughness and his dependability and his reliability and the guy that you know you can always throw the ball to and he will catch it or he will make sure nobody else catches it. 
All of those things aside, I think that when you are a young team, you need certain personalities in your locker room to teach young players how to be pros, how to be, how to go about their job, what it means to be an NFL player. And to me, that carries so much value, and that's who Jarvis Landry is. So, I mean, again, I'll give you this. I had conversations with both members of the Ravens organization and the Steelers organization this past week. Are you bringing in Jarvis Landry? I love him in all caps, all caps. So, mm. I mean, I would love, 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 love to see him in a place that I would get to regularly see him, which means my backyard, I would hope. Um, I'd love to see him in a place where he is valued and where every single attribute he brings matters. I think that everybody at this moment, whether it's him, whether it's you, Bull, whether it's me, we think about maximizing our value because we recognize we may not get to make money for the rest of our lives. And so Jarvis has to come to a spot where he decides what is he really comfortable with and what is he willing to take. And again, to his point, the same with Baker Mayfield. I don't think he has to feel some urgency right now that he needs to sign in the next week. He's allowed to take a little bit of time and see how much can he get out there and what's the best fit. Aditi, if he goes to Pittsburgh and Mitch Trubisky and oh. Jarvis Landry team up to kill oh, the Browns for the next five that. years, you no, isn't that the will most Cleveland thing ever? It would be yes. like, Aditi, that's, that's, that's what happens. It, it would be just like Pittsburgh to move on from Ben, one Ohio guy that is 150-0 against the Browns, and replace him <laughs> with the guy from Menor, Ohio, that now takes over the reins from Ben and yeah. th- you know and throws to Jarvis Landry for... 12 touchdowns ha- a year. Don't let that happen. Yeah. They, they, you know, these are the things we have nightmares yeah, about. Roethlisberger apparently is a little bit bitter at the Steelers right now. That's yeah. the local newspaper reporting. So maybe Ben is available. Would you rather have Ben? Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. We got to talk food with Aditi. We got to. We do? Because oh. Sam Howell. foodie? There was, well, yeah, but here's the thing. Sam, it was Ooh. Sam Howell, right? Yeah. yeah. Sam Howell of the Washington Commanders recently came out and said the only meat he eats is chicken. That's it. Which I thought was bizarre. Like, I've heard people say, I only eat fish. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like I think you guys, maybe both of you said you don't like fish. Or I whatever. don't eat seafood. Pass- but but Aditi doesn't eat any meat. No. She's a vegetarian. <laughs> you, you I've see. never seen you this upset. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> wow. Well, no, I'm not upset because I've known, that from, I've known that about her. I mean, I guess I'm a little offended yeah. as a <laughs> massive meat eater. But, uh, no, I've known this for a while. What was the toughest of the meats to give up, Aditi? Well, there wasn't. See, my parents are vegetarians. Oh, I, so oh, I didn't know you were always vegetarian. a vegetarian. It was passed down to her like a I didn't that. And then <laughs> like I, that's was how it middle, I was in middle school, and I read The Jungle by Upton Sinclair on oh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't be a bad move. It was a, okay. You'd great. still be eating burgers I'm, if you didn't read uh, Upton Sinclair. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, um, Prince Fielder is a vegetarian, and there are NFL players that are vegetarians, Adam. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Prince Fielder? He's, he's like the fattest he, guy ever in baseball. Well, he became a vegetarian. Oh, maybe he's not embraced, fat anymore. He, but he embraced but he did. to stay alive. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. did. I didn't know Arian that. Foster, Aditi. I believe Arian Foster is a vegetarian. Look at yes, that. he is. And I'm not judging. I think, you know, look, if you if that's your gig, then... She's healthy and in great shape. Look, look, at, look at me. I, yeah, forget I'm, it. I mean, technically... Look at that. She's got the guns. Guns out, guns out. Potato chips are vegetarian options by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank Aditi, you. They are. Before <laughs> we let you go, um, 
you know, if, for those that know you well and have followed your career, we, we all learned recently um, on your Twitter that you, after more than a decade at the NFL, and by the way, I'm not saying this because you're here. I've said this for a very long time, and I have friends that I know personally that are reporters at the NFL, and they're great. They're wonderful. I love Sarah Walsh. I think that you were the shining star of all of their reporters. I was, on one hand, stunned to hear that you were leaving, but also excited to hear what's next because I have no doubt your what's next is going to be phenomenal. Is there any way you can tease us a little bit? Tell us anything at all about the future of your career because we can't wait to see you again. I know we have you regularly here, which we're thrilled about, but I'm pretty sure that's not your primary next move. What? I'm pretty sure. Right. Oh, wait. Are you not pulling it out? Are you telling me that I'm not getting paid when I thought I was getting paid? Ooh. No. Whatever we told you you're getting paid, you're getting paid. But we can't wait. We, we know uh, we're going to see know what? you again. Just like, just like we all need to officially wait for the schedule release tonight, we are just going to have to wait a little bit longer for uh, the next move. Well played. I, I will get yeah. this, though. You get nothing. I know how those work. I know how those things work. No, I believe yeah. me, I get it, Adi. Yeah. I get it. Um, I, I'm hoping that I have enough time before the next move to learn how to play golf. Because I went out and I took my very first lesson yesterday and I wore a brown hat and a brown shirt while I did it. Well, I've been trying to figure that game out for 55 oh. years, so I hope your next move is sooner than 55 years because you never, you uh, never master that sport. You mm. just learn to love it and hate it at the same time. I guess that that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. No, my, you and my son, Jay, just so you know, my son, keep my six-year-old keeps coming home every day. Okay, mommy, what, what mommy, where are you going to work? Mommy, what are you going to do? <laughs> mommy, are you still going to be on a football field? And I don't trust him. I just feel like he's got <laughs> Yeah. He's going to spill it to the whole uh, elementary school. As long there. as he you doesn't have social happen. media yet, I think you're okay. He'll be tweeting at Daryl Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daryl. Aditi, I, 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 this is going to be a, a lovely relationship. I'm glad to see you in Brown's gear. Uh, Brown's fans have grown to love you because you're so knowledgeable on the division, which we call home. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, the Ultimate Aditi. Sports love Show. you. You're the best. Thank you. All right, wait, let me, but Jay, really quickly, let me just make a really quick plug. Next Wednesday, Browns.com is going to do interviews with every single rookie. So if you want to get to know your new Browns better, oh. Nathan Zagura is interviewing every single brand new Browns player. Wednesday wow. night, 7 p.m. on Browns.com. That's and awesome. I'll actually be at the stadium with Kevin Stefanski for a chalk talk. So I don't know nice. who's invited, but if you come, come hang out. So you'll be in Cleveland next week. I will. So which Wednesday. day can we write your name and pen in on our schedule? Uh, we'll get back on that one. Right? <laughs> I'll I'll name called. Cool Sorry, up. I got to go pick up somebody at preschool. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, Bye. We're never, We're never going to get a woman to visit us. She will. Well, you know she what? Will. Mike walked in here yesterday and he goes, yeah, starting to smell like a locker room. Yeah. So it smells like dudes in here. Yeah, it does. It really does. It does we have like a woman. We do have one woman. Yes, well, we absolutely we have one. She's, yeah, she needs to wear more like woman deodorant or something to balance us out because it, it smells like old I mean, spice. It's hard. It's like pH ten versus one right now. Me. Yeah, well, it's not pH balance in this room. One thing yeah. that's not helping is his shoe boxes. Yeah, hey, bringing into work every morning. Hey, I got it. Listen, my shoe box is clean. What's the internet? How saying? many days hey, into the show before he runs out of sneakers? Uh, well, I don't know. It's you gotta wait on day see. four. You gotta all wait right. and see. Hey, yeah. let's get to what the internet's talking Please. about. First sure. of all, uh, Anthony P says Mike's energy is making me anxious. That's my move. I love yeah. that. That's, That's the vibe I'm going for. Anxious in a good way. Keep you on it. Keep you on it. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Uh, uh, Smart Asses Magazine official says Aditi needs to be on 24-7-52. 
Sounds like awesome. a little obsessed. A little yeah. bit much. Yeah. Slightly. I love her. I think she's great. She's the best, but she, is, is she has so to be able good. to take that, bathroom that, breaks. That is almost like creepy. Yeah, stalkerish right I'm now. I'm looking at her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> bathroom breaks. It's weird. Yeah, some of these. I'm she look. can't sleep. She can't eat. <laughs> she these, must yeah. always be on the screen. We don't have to cross that out. Look, no, no, no. Don't make that guy happy. Shout out to the women are powerful in this chat today. Karen Phillips says, Lamar basically has the same touchdown interception as Baker in 2021. People aren't talking about that. No, he does. Oh. Yeah, that's why okay. I he took a step back. We are in Cleveland, so we're not going to spend as much time. <laughs> no, but, but we, we just we, mentioned it before that he had a bad right. year. Right, yeah. we were talking about Lamar. And yeah, right. His, his, his I, touchdowns. Just, I hate Baker, when people say that, though. Was Baker, though, last year? 17 touchdowns, 12 picks? They both yes, were they, not very yes. good. But the truth is, Jay, if we talked more about the Ravens, we'd have people saying, why are you talking about the yeah, Ravens yeah. Well, so we, much? We're going to talk about all the teams. We didn't bring up Derek Carr's numbers either, but yeah, nobody I mean, cares about that. He's not in the North. Little Lions Den, so much interaction. I find myself getting stressed out watching these guys trying to get their points across. If I can just stop you right there. <laughs> let me just uh, Lions uh, Den, bleep you. You know what? Well, no, to that point, yeah. have you ever, I mean, this, has Lions Den ever been in a sports discussion with his buddies? Or do, do you tap out, excuse me, I'm finished now. Uh-huh. Ernest, you can make your point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who, a, and who names himself after an animal? That's ridiculous. That was a beautiful rebuttal. If I could offer a retort. <laughs> uh, Ken C says, Didi rocks. Um, and uh, Marty uh, Comer says she is wearing Browns gear exclamation 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 point. Wow, um, several exclamation points. Let's see. Yeah, really yeah, wants yeah, to drive yeah, home yeah, that yeah. point. And, yeah. and one more. Let's see. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get a good one. Gosh, you guys are you, you're doing way much. Oh, uh, jo- Josh Stevens says the media is protecting the media. The local beat work, beat reporters should not be engaging in uh, banter with players. I think we both said that. Aditi said that, and I said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Why do you think they should not be engaging in banter with the players? You should, I, I guess, local media. See, I'm an opinion guy. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we could do whatever the hell we I, want. I, I don't know. No, who, I think he's talking about on Twitter. Yes, on well. Twitter. And, and, I don't and that's what, that was my whole point. Why did Daryl do that? I mean, but if a player if a player ripped me on Twitter, I wouldn't I shouldn't engage. I think you're more allowed because you're an you're, opinion guy. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I said that yesterday. Oh, you're an opinion guy. Yeah. I don't if break you're stories. a beat reporter, you're mm-hmm. burning the bridge well, to the it only biggest hurts player him. on it the only team. hurts himself. Daryl's awesome. He's a great guy. He tries hard. I love Daryl. I just wish he hadn't done I, that. I, That's I, all. He I, probably does. I spoke too. to Daryl yesterday. Yeah. I think he'll I think they'll they'll, they'll, they'll bury the hatchet. Up. Up. I think you're up. right, and I think Daryl will be the adult that brings yes. this. Brings yeah. He is an adult. And Deshaun shouldn't have blocked him. There was no reason to block him. And do you guys want to hear? He probably got bad advice. Weird Daryl Ryder trivia fact. I went to high school with him and we were in the same graduating class. With Daryl? Same no thing. Kidding. Isn't that weird? You just kept that to yourself? I mean, we I've known you for two days. <laughs> I'm not like, hey, let me tell you about Daryl. Do you even remember that you were on my radio show? No. I was I do remember. Yeah. I remember one time. Yes. I had a good time. How yeah, was Daryl in high fun. school? Yeah. What's that? He was well, how, he was Daryl. He was the exact same. Yeah. He's a great he guy. was preparing for that job. Like he was scorekeeper at the basketball game. <laughs> he, he he covered uh, the sports. Like he would he did all, exactly uh, what you'd expect. Yeah. No surprise out of Daryl. He didn't have an earring or anything. He's yeah. exactly Daryl. He is the the biggest heart of anybody you're gonna meet. He's wonderful guy. Really yeah. quickly, who's the most famous person that's blocked you? I am not controversial, guys. I don't get into beefs on yeah. Twitter. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mike Lock. knows who have uh, I ever pissed I off my whole life. By, um, who's the lead singer of the Raspberries? Anybody? Uh, what? Really? Yeah. No. Wow. When is it? All right. Never mind. Oh, Eric Carmen, local boy. I okay. got blocked by. He went real like like QAnon, and I oh, started Q-Anon. I started going at him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He didn't like that. And, and, and I've been mind. blocked by Baker, by Trevor Bauer, and by Josh Gordon. 
Not bad. Those are good. Dang, he got yeah, nice he, trio he, right he got, there. This a nice big. But three. look, I, honestly, for a guy who's dished opinion for eleven years every single day, I'm surprised that that's the number. Yeah, it's impressive. You know, I I'm know. really yeah. surprised. And he, tell, he tells people when they stink too. He's not just stroking I'm not everybody afraid. off. By the way, if we get Austin Hedges on, I will admit that I said he's not a very good hitter. I I co-signed that. Which, yeah. But more, I, I my issue was, and Mike, I hope this came through. I'm not always a super nice guy, but no. I do think that when you've reached a plateau of being a professional athlete, that comes with some, with respect. And the when I worst, say somebody sucks, I'm saying he sucks for a major leaguer. Okay, but I think that's harsh. Of course it's harsh. It's but that's me. It's, it's this harsh. is my note. This is what I love. It's harsh. Yeah, no, you never. I'm not denying it. it's harsh. Yeah, I it, just. I it's don't a little say mean. That, I don't want to say a professional athlete. It's a little mean. He's trash. I admit it's a little mean, <laughs> and when I think perfect. about it, like. Uh, it's a little mean to yeah, call you know, that. Like, but maybe, in the moment, be, that's let me just how I am. Out. Let me help him yeah. out. Maybe, yeah. maybe it would say, you know, the Guardians can do better. No. The Guardians no. can do better. Because that wouldn't be me, Jay. <laughs> he wouldn't that be would be real. Me. You. That's, no, that's me. You do you. I'll do me. It's working. Good cop, bad cop. It is. It works. I don't need to be friends with Austin Hedges. I don't want you to be friends. I want you to be human. That's what I want. No. We're taking a break. When we come back, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Judge Jay is in the house. I saw him like 10 minutes ago. All right. I saw him 10 minutes ago. Obviously, cereal is not soup. I mean, that's just the point. Yeah. Well, we're going to debate that and some other fun stuff. Judge Jay on the other side of this quick break on the ultimate Cleveland sports show. <laughs> I can.